she's a gym and on an entirely different level than the women i'm accustomed to she's loyal and about her paper that's why i'd sacrifice the only friendships i'd ever known wait for however long it took her to be ready and happily sever ties with anyone who didn't agree or was against our union because the little spoiled brat that i'd once considered off limits had given me a taste of her forbidden fruit and there was nothing i'd stop at to maintain the privilege of burying my seeds in her garden he's a friend and doesn't mind risking it all for me the truth is i just can't get enough of him from his jet black skin to his uncompromisingly addictive smile he has me in a chokehold however our union isn't as simple as we wish it was that's why i can't see myself breaking my brother's heart destroying our family's dynamic or disappointing the man that means the most to me to be with him i'd already cost him enough pain and suffering for the sake of love i couldn't bring myself to do it again Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome back to the Bibliophiles Bookcase. I am your host, Erica the Bibliophile, and we are here for book two in the Eisen, Eisenberg Effect Gang, which is Lyric Story. And if you listened to last episode, you know I have some feelings about this one. And yeah, let's just jump right into it, because I feel away. Um, So where where are we leaving off so it's like picking up where the last book ends where um ever had the baby i was trying to think i was like where how did it end ever had the baby um and they named him oh whoa 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 whoa, whoa. i'm getting ahead of myself um lyric is feeling lonely let's start there okay i'm so sorry um lyric is feeling lonely She's like, she sees what Luca and Ever have, and you know, they got the babies, and it's just a real beautiful thing. And she wants that for herself, but because her last relationship ended how it ended, she doesn't want to date anybody, like not be too serious, because she just has a feeling of if anything goes wrong in the relationship once again she will be sending her brother back to jail and one day she comes over um to just play with the girls and just have family time and as she's leaving at the end of the night luca's like you know let me walk you out what's been going on with you and she's like what do you mean and he's like you know you've been seeming really sad lately and i just i want to know what's going on and you know they have the conversation and he's like but you see what i have and i'm not holding back and as my baby sister i don't want that for you either so why would you even set yourself up like that and he's like also as your big brother like you can't try to control the future and i would happily you know go back to jail again and you need to stop blaming yourself and i got it wrong last episode because i said that he's like basically beat him until he died that's not what happened when luca pulled up and saw her boyfriend attacking her he straight up just shot that man in the head 
And out of the 10 year sentence that he got, he only served eight. So, you know, he didn't even serve. Basically, that that is the full team. So let me not say that, but <clears throat> excuse me. And so then we have like them having dinner together as a family at Lucas and them house because it was for them to announce what they were going to name the baby. And they're naming the baby Lucas. And, you know, everybody's like, oh, yeah, that's a good name. You know, da, 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 whatever, whatever. And then there's a phone call. And as a family, they have a rule because, you know, everybody's so busy. They got their own life. So when they finally do come together, it's like no, no phones at the table. There's nothing to distract us from this family time together. So when his phone rings, everybody looking like, fuck you doing? Um, but it's uh, their childhood best friend who he was mentioned in the last story, but I don't think I mentioned him in the last episode because he really didn't play like a big part in the book. So it really, to me, didn't matter, but it is like character building of where we're going with this. But um, they've known Ken, his actual name is Canoe, um, but he goes by Ken since they were children. So, you know, they're all, uh, I mean, he's friends with Lyric too, but really like, is Luca Lake and Canoe, like the three musketeers. So when he gets on the phone, it's like, you know, what's up, what's going on? And the only reason why he called, because he hasn't called since he's been in jail, it's his birthday. So of course he's calling to hear his family tell him happy birthday. So everybody says happy birthday, except for Lyric. And he like, where Lyric at? And she there stuffing her face because she's nervous just to hear his voice. Now, we didn't get none of this information last in the last book, but we get it now. She's always had a crush on him and been attracted to him. And, you know, so this is like nerve wracking for her to, I guess, talk to him. So she tells him happy birthday and, you know, Ever is her best friend. So Ever know what's up. And when she goes home, she sends her the link to write this man while he's in jail Cause she had been thinking about it, you know, like going back and forth and ever is like, you know what, let me, let me go ahead and help you out. Uh, <laughs> Cause you know, you're going to talk to him. And so she finally puts it all out there to tell him how she feels about him. And I am not prepared. So give me like two seconds. Cause I said I was going to, you know, read the whole thing and of course, my life cannot be how I want it to be. Okay, so just bear with me with a, for a few seconds. Where we going? Where we going? Where we going? This is bullshit. <laughs> straight up, straight up, straight up, straight up. Is this it? Okay, yep, here we go. So, this is the letter that she writes him. So let's go. <clears throat> Canoe. I'm wishing you the happiest of birthdays today. I know that your situation isn't ideal for any of us, but let's just count this year as a blessing in disguise. I don't have to go into grave detail about who I am because I'm certain you've already gathered that from my information that's probably dis displayed on your screen right now. My list of reasons for being here is, is so extensive that I'm hoping there's room in your inbox and your heart to receive it. 
Though these words are long overdue, it's quite difficult to sit here and write them. But I felt it was time to share these feelings I've acquired for you over the years with someone other than ever for once. If I'm overstepping boundaries or you simply don't feel the same as I do, then you have my permission to disregard this message altogether. Hell, maybe I shouldn't be writing it at all, but I'm too invested now to stop. Since the night of my prom when you stepped out of your Lexus wearing a... Okay, she goes on to describe his outfit. And she says... It was that very moment when I realized I was more interested in Canoe Brinks than I was Ken. Because, you know, like I said, he goes by Ken to everybody else. And <laughs> it's a it's a known thing here on the show that, um, especially in these type of books, everybody else gets the street name. But the woman that they love called them by their quote unquote government, you know, their real name. Um <clears throat> I know Ken all my life, and though he was already a part of my family, it was Canoe that I truly desired companionship with. As I grew, so did my feelings for you. Even when I didn't see you at all during the time Luca was away, my heart was still attached to you. Every man I've ever encountered or involved with was always compared to you. He's not dark enough. He's not tall enough. He's not tough enough. He's not wild enough. He's not clean enough, which is some <laughs> baby... But that we we not here for that. So sorry. He's not him. He's not canoe. It's been my plight since that night. No matter how difficult it might have seemed, I'd only advance in prior relations with others to keep my mind off you. But like a boomerang, I always end up right back here, feeling exactly how I felt when I heard your voice on the phone tonight. Feeling like it's you for me and me for you. Your presence takes me under. I feel like I'm floating most times, but since you've been gone, it's felt like I'm under underneath the water drowning. I wept the night you went away, and I found myself on my knees praying for your safe return every day. I miss you like I miss Sunday mornings at my parents' house before church. I miss you like the melodies and love-driven lyrics of old R&B. I miss you like a long-lost love that I'll never get back again. I miss you like I miss you, like only I could miss you. My calendar is marked with each day that you're away. I'm counting down until you come home like you're coming home to me. Maybe one day, huh? Maybe soon? When I'm alone at night, sometimes I stare at the wall and in the back of my mind, I hear my conscience call telling me I need a girl to my life i see i need love there i was giggling about the games that i had played with many hearts and i'm not saying no name i'm so sorry <laughs> okay when i'm alone at night and i begin to touch myself it's you that appear behind my lids i wonder for far too long how well we'd mesh together how my body must contour to your frame and how we probably fit like two puzzle pieces i often imagine the faces of our children and what being loved by you must feel like a cozy autumn night with cocoa in hand and a sappy flick playing on tip. Like, baby, she has this all mapped out. Mama is ready. Um, you know what? I forgot how long this was. But she go okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, could it be, could it be, you know, whatever. <laughs> I just thought about that. Like, girl, this is far too long. Um, and so she sends it and she's feeling like completely nervous. And it's just like, oh my God, what have I done? Da, 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 whatever. And on her end, I, she can see that he's read the letter. 
but there's no response. So, and then we get the story of why Canoe is even in jail. So he has a younger brother um, that was trying to call himself, you know, trying to sell drugs or whatever. And somebody called Canoe like, you know, your little brother out here and you might want to come get him before he gets snatched up. So he goes to his brother like, what the fuck you doing? Like, you playing basketball? You about to go off to college? You really about to ruin your life trying to do this shit? Like, if you needed something, all you had to do was come to me. And a brother, you know, how boys do trying to be men. He's like, man, I got to get in my own way. I need my own money. Whatever, whatever. And so then the cops pull up on them in the car. And Canoe tells him, whatever you got, it's mine. Don't say nothing. So when the cops pull them out talking about you know who cars uh no when they find the drugs it's like oh look at what we got here who does this belong to and canoe tells him you know if you would have ran the license plate to see who the car is registered to then you would know like basically who you talking to and you know he said he hadn't uh the officer hadn't read them their rights so canoe was only in there for six months so it's he what was it three months already so he had three months ago so during that time you know um nothing so lyric goes on about her business so when he gets out he's like he goes no what does he do he goes to see his his brother picks him up and then he goes home and like basically sleeps in his bed and it's just like just relax for me like i'm finally home i'm here i'm not in the jail <sighs> like you know just basically take that deep breath like i can relax now so then he calls Luca and they, you know, uh, Luca Lake, they plan to meet up later tonight. And then we have Lyric getting ready to go on a date. And she invites him to the place that they went, like in the last book, when Luca got out of jail, she's taking her date to that same spot and they have like a regular table. But when <laughs> she gets there, she's like shocked to see the guys already sitting at the table and when her date had picked her up everyone was trying to call her in the car but she's like you know thinking to herself i'll call her back later and you know we'll talk tomorrow and then she gets a text message from ever like as she's walking in but it was already too late but ever was trying to warn her like you know he's home ken is home and so when they see the dude Luca, you know, he's just sitting back and observing, seeing what's going on. Lake, like, who the fuck is this? And at first he asked uh, Larry, he's like, Larry, who the fuck? He said, you know what, never mind. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> like, you know, introduce yourself. What you doing with our sister? And the guy, what was his name? His name was Colin. Colin, like, you know, I'm a big brother myself. I already know the routine. You know, I'm not scared. What's up? How y'all doing? Y'all, you know, we can basically just get this over with. And canoe don't even acknowledge like he don't even acknowledge the nigga he like i don't like him whatever and so um her and colin like they step out for a minute and he's like you know you should come back to my place and she's like okay maybe i will so they get ready to head out so she goes back to the table basically you know like telling them bye and canoe like where you going and she's like, you know, I'm leaving for the night. And then he turns to Lake like, you really finna let sis walk out like this? 
And that's the shit that got me. I'm like, if you ever feel like you gonna have interest in somebody, calling 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 her sis, uh, uh-uh, no fucking way. Uh, but she's like, he basically is just like, go home. So when she turns to leave with Colin and they get outside, he like, so what you gonna do? You gonna listen to your brothers? Or are you actually coming to my house? And she's like, nah let me out you know like take her home and so later on in the evening canoe shows up at the door and they have this conversation um of him basically like he's ready but she's like no and you know like in the letter like the part that i did read what did she say she was like if you don't feel the same or if you know you just want to forget the whole thing don't respond nigga you didn't respond so i thought that you know this was a one-sided thing he's like you know never i've always loved you you know i have always been basically waiting on you following your lead and it basically it just really hurt her feelings because it's like you didn't say anything and his thing is you know like i'm not good with words like you are i just rather let my actions do the talking like nigga you were in jail there was no actions to be made there's nothing you could have did to me or well i ain't gonna say for me because there's plenty of niggas making shit happen behind the wall um but you know like this is our form form of communication right now so you didn't say nothing so i thought it was nothing but anyway, they end up having sex, and the next morning, she tells him, I'm going to be Colin's girlfriend, and he looked at her like, what? She's like, you know, he's a safe dude, really ain't going to cause no problem, you know, it'll be a nice little boring life or whatever, and you know, Canoe looked at her like she was stupid, like I was looking as I was reading, I was like, girl, what the f- who signs up for a life like that? Well, you know you ain't going to be happy but you know of course her and i i get it like her mindset is i'm not doing that to my brother again but it's like girl did you forget in the last book when fuck boy uh took his kids when he called you and was like baby girl i'm so sorry but i'm finna go back to jail anyway like as a protector that's just what he gonna do there's nothing you can do to prevent that so why would you deprive yourself of happiness like it makes no sense but anyway so he tells her cool if that's what you gonna do stay the fuck away from me she like what he said you heard me like i'm here now i'm ready to do this with you and you're basically telling me fuck me and you're gonna go be with this nigga you know like girl what and so of course because motherfuckers are idiots they have sex again but after this time when she comes out the shower walking around looking for him he's gone and she gets on the phone i think ever calls her or she calls ever and when she runs down the situation ever like girl i don't blame him like because at first she tried to make it seem like it was a hidden and quitted situation like canoe like they finally had sex and then while she was in the shower he dipped out. and i'm like no don't do my man like that don't try to make him seem like he was on some fuck boy because that was not the case and so after this it's just it's a back and forth thing and then canoe like man i'm not doing this you ain't gonna be with that nigga you're gonna be with me you my woman you supposed to be for me and so um he takes her on a trip out the country and um 
it was so cute. Like she had got drunk. She made a video um, and something to ever. I was trying to think, what was it? Cause she was like on his back. Oh yeah. Cause she had got too drunk. And so he carried her back and made a video for her. And in the video, she's smiling like, this my man. We're going to get married. We're going to have babies. We're going to have girls. Like, just the whole thing. And then, once again, when they get home, she's like, you know, I want to do the relationship thing, but we cannot tell my brothers. And Kanu is like, what? I'm a grown-ass man. No. Um, You know, like, I'm not going to keep hiding and ducking and dodging, but... Because he loves her so much, he tells her one month. I'll give you one month. And so she's like, okay, cool. But, and this, the messed up part is, even though he did agree to it, and I hate it, but I was still like on his side. It's like, I'm reluctantly agreeing to this. Like, I really don't want to do this. So the more that they're dating and, you know, being around each other at each other's houses, the more he's like, I want to tell them, like, there's nothing to hide. And, you know, even if they are upset, unfortunately, I'm willing to sever the relationship with them just to be with you because I love you that much. But she's like, no, I don't want to tell them. I'll tell them on my own time. And even at one point, because she, uh, she wanted to start like a different business or do something else because she's an accountant, like she's account an accountant for the family and she wants to do something else. So, you know, of course he gives her money towards that. He buys her a Bentley truck because it's like, uh, whatever car you got, like, you know, you need a car from me as your man. Like all the other shit you got is from your brothers or your dad or whatever. Like, like I'm your man. So he gives her a Bentley truck and one day he gave her head in the front seat of the car and uh who was it it was lake lake pulled up so she jumps in the back seat to pretend like she's not there and as he's standing there talking to lake when lake leaves he's pissed he's like i really just stood here in front of your brother with you on my mouth like on my breath and you hiding in the car like we fucking scared that we gonna get caught he's like no i'm not doing this shit no more we about to tell him so she's like no you promised me you not finna do this da, 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 da. so he like you know what fuck it and really fuck you at this point if i'm being frank because i'm not hiding anymore so you don't want to do it like we don't have to do this then there will be no us don't even worry about it so um he gives her tries to give her the key to the car like you know take the car you can keep it you know there's no um attachments you can have it she's like man fuck you and that truck um and what did he give her i think he gave her eighteen thousand. yeah eighteen thousand. she's like the eighteen thousand dollars will be given back you ain't even got to work but it's like you're being a brat about this and so okay bye so she walks down to the end of like the driveway and is saying outside like i'll have somebody else come get me fuck you in that car it is what it is and so of course they go without speaking but they both looking miserable looking sad um and this is when ever has the baby and she comes over to see the baby and who was that i think it was lake 
because they was all in the baby room because canoe was like trying to change a diaper and he wasn't getting it right so uh like like what's wrong with you and she's like nothing i'm good what's going on and he's like so why your eyes all puffy and shit like you've been crying so canoe like that head snapped up looking at her like what the hell going on with my baby and it's like nigga you know exactly why she's sad but um anyway they link up later and uh what was it she took some pregnancy tests and she's like you know i'm not pregnant because ain't no way i wanna uh what she said some fucked up shit to him what did she say she was like there's no way i want to raise any of the clowns or yes something like so disrespectful to him and i forgot to mention that canoe um was basically a crack baby so he grew up like he had a rough kind of life so to hear that she didn't want his kids like basically that's one of his insecurities like how she felt when he didn't respond to her and then it's just like so damn you don't want my kid like that that's how you feel about me but anyway when she takes the test she actually is pregnant um and so once again they decide basically they're back on and so she runs into colin i think they were at a lunch spot or something like that it really don't matter but she was having stomach pains and she sent canoe like a message like I guess when you're pregnant, you got to add like having random pains to the mix or something like that. Anyway, but um, they're playing basketball and when the game is over, like everybody go to their phone and like uh, Lyric had called him a few times and she's in the hospital. So, of course, the brothers tell him as if he don't know because, you know, they don't know about the relationship yet. So when they get to the hospital to figure out what's going on and the doctor tells her like, I'm so sorry, but your baby didn't make it. Canoe was like, fuck. And so Luca and Lake, like look at her, then look at him. And Lake is like, nah, (laughs) tell me I'm wrong, but you taking that shit a little bit too motherfucking personal. What's going on? And so that's how it comes out in the open. And so they go outside and Canoe tells, no, he told Luca, he was like, fam, you really want to fight me right now? Like I will fight y'all tomorrow, but right now I need you. And Luca's like, ain't going to be no fighting today or tomorrow. Like I'm not on that you know like i'm out here to be here for my brother and so you know they holding on to each other crying because it's you know as the brothers they feel bad for their sister and the fact that she was pregnant and she lost the baby and then you know this is their quote-unquote brother so it's like no and so lake of course he calms down and he comes around and um what did he say he was like you know i'd rather it'll be you than somebody else so it's like it, it wasn't a problem to begin with which i felt like canoe knew anyway so he had no problem telling them from the very beginning and so everybody leaves to you know allow him in the room with her so they can have their moment together and she's like they all hate me now don't they and it's like girl nobody hated you nobody was ever gonna hate you you are the baby of the family 
Girl, they were always going to love you. It was never going to be a problem. But, of course, you know, you can't tell certain people that. So, um, what was it? Was it the next night or the same night? Anyway, she changed clothes, get some clothes, and she's like, I'm ready to go home. He's like, you want your mom to come get, like, some type of shit. She's like, no. When I say home, I'm not talking about my house. I'm talking about your home. Like, I'm ready to go home do you get it like nigga let's go and he's like bet bet that up and so before they had broken up i think not that last time but the time before that he had been walking around with an engagement ring because um daddy liam had told him he was like then before you knock her up again there better be a ring on my daughter's finger he's like man i'm way ahead of you ben had the ring in my pocket but your daughter's fucking stubborn so you know that's not on me so, um, what was it? So he proposes, you know, and she's walking around with the ring on. And then we get an epilogue of three years later where, you know, they're married and she's pregnant again. And I think she's at the six month mark and they just have a beautiful moment of him kissing her stomach. Then it's just like a moment of silence where he's talking to God and praying and so she just closes her eyes to bask in the moment with him like we made it we finally got to where we needed to be and we finally finna have um our baby so everything is right in our world and it's just like finally because you niggas well i'm so sorry but lyric it was really you baby i'm so sorry you were getting on my nerves but i'm happy you finally got it together and got your happily ever after so that is miss lyric's story the next story is lakes and it might be real short i might be able to put lake and part four is daddy liam's story it's like a a flashback yeah like the majority of the book because it's real short it's a flashback and then it's like how we get to the present time so um with that oh i forgot it's just real quick so to get to the prelude of lake story so they're having dinner once again and it's basley's birthday and she showed well no it was family it was sunday dinner or some shit like that but basley showed up and it was her birthday so she looks at lake and says lake where's my birthday present he like in the car and she was just talking shit. She didn't think he really had a present for her. But he's like, girl, come on now. So he goes on and gets it. But they're still not together. They do that back and forth shit as well. So that Lyric and Canoe was doing. But it's but you know what? That's for Lake. That's Lake episode. This is about Lyric. Lyric. So happy for you, girl. All right, y'all. Peace and blessings. <laughs>